0: Hi everyone, I'm Rachel Zabonik-Chonko and welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. Featured on this episode is Vicki Brick, the CEO of Brick Bodies on the topic of COVID-19. We talk a lot about what COVID-19 will mean for the industry moving forward, what impact it will have, how things might change. And then we also talk about how Brick Bodies is using the downtime that they have currently to make improvements to the business. I think club operators will get a lot out of the conversation and I hope you enjoy. Well, first off, Vicki, thank you for taking the time to come on to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course, thanks for thinking of us, Rachel. I appreciate you reaching out.
0: Yeah, so obviously a huge topic of discussion in the industry right now, or pretty much the main topic of discussion right now is COVID-19. Health clubs across the U.S. have been forced to close, but the timing of shutdowns has varied by state. When did Brick bodies realize that it had to close?
1: Initially, once we heard the information, from Governor Hogan, we decided to send out communication to our members via email to let them know that they would not be billed. We billed weekly, and the upcoming bill date was that Friday, March 20th. So we wanted to get word out right away to let our members know they would not be billed to help put them at ease. We also sent communication to our team immediately that day to try to put them at ease as well to show that we want to try to support them as much as possible to let all of our full-timers know that we were keeping them on the team indefinitely and that we were keeping all of our part-timers on the team, paying them for the next two weeks. Since that time, we have also sent additional information out to members, basically asking them if they would be willing to pay dues in support of our team, because as we now see that we're going to be closed much longer than two weeks, probably through April and potentially through May, we are reaching out to our membership base to see if they would be willing to go back on billing and have their dues donated to pay for our team's payroll.
0: What kind of response have you gotten from the membership?
1: It's been awesome. I mean, people have either reached out and, and, and shown their appreciation and thankfulness for us not charging them, and then you also have members who are reaching out and is stating how much they love our team, how much they miss bodies and, and the facilities, and they're just stating that they're willing to do whatever they can to help support our instructors and our trainers and our service desk team members, and, and everyone is part of the team. So it's been really amazing to see how many people have been willing to go back on billing, knowing that their dues are going towards our team's payroll during the forced closure.
0: Well, are there any other best practices that you can share with health clubs for just navigating financial uncertainty d- during this time?
1: So once we, we received information about the closure, we realized we need to focus on three key areas, the first one being our people. We know we wanted to secure our people and, and communicate with them to put them in need that we will be able to pay our full-timers during this closure because we know that when we are able to reopen, we're going to need our team intact and ready to hit the ground running once we get the clearance. The second area that we need to focus on was our leases. And fortunately, we got in touch with all of our landlords and we were able to get deferred rent during this time. And the third area we focused on was the relief options available. We just recently applied for the uh, CARES Act through the uh, Payroll Protection Relief Plan. And we are hoping to get some more information from that in the upcoming weeks. But those are the big three areas. Now that we've kind of secured our people got closure on our leases and that we uh, applied for a relief plan, now we want to really focus on some strategic planning. Fortunately, with our entire team intact, in, intact, we're able to do some deep dive brainstorming sessions. We're able to do some leadership development sessions. We are posing questions to our team for us to, to brainstorm situations of what does it look like? What What when we're able to reopen what will our business look like how will our operations need to change so really taking the time to invest in our people and develop them right now during this time of uncertainty and closure
0: yeah are you able to share some examples of ways that you guys are maximizing this downtime that you wouldn't normally have if things were business as usual
1: well, one thing that we're doing from a morale and team-building standpoint is that we scheduled twice a week Zoom workouts with our leadership team, and that has been really fun just to get everyone on Zoom. We we ask that every and and we have everyone on camera so we can see their faces and interact with each other. And then we have one of our group exercise instructors or one of our personal trainers take us all through a workout. One, it provides, it gives us an excuse to, uh, or a reason to work out so we avoid all excuses and procrastination and it gets us away from our desk or away from our phone calls. And it just gives us an ability to to sweat for 20 to 30 minutes together as a team. That's been a really awesome team building exercise that everyone's enjoyed. We've also, we're taking some rifle shots from with some new revenue producing streams. We're looking at how we can transition into the virtual space. We've already started online personal training, virtual personal training, some team training classes through Zoom, and then we'll be launching our virtual group exercise studio within the next week or two. So I would would say we're spending more time. With the leadership development and the brainstorming, which we've always tried to do as part of our day to day operations, it's just a little bit easier now since we don't have as many distractions or have to deal with as many operational tasks throughout the day. We can really deep dive with the leadership development and the brainstorming.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, obviously some clubs haven't been able to retain their entire teams in your mind what's the importance of maintaining communication with employees even those that maybe a club hasn't been able to hold on to during this time frame
1: we think it's super important we're actually getting ready to push out communication to our part-timers about some of our virtual fitness opportunities that we have just to keep them engaged and keep them connected to the brand we believe that the Gap between the known and unknown is filled with fear. And we want to do everything we can to over-communicate and help our team members overcome that fear by filling the unknown with as much information as we can to them. So we want to get as many touch points as possible, whether it's just check-ins on mental health for your team members, giving them information about the resources that you have available to them, we, the, the more you can communicate with your team and provide touch points, regardless of whether or not they're on payroll or not, the more they will remain connected to you and the, more, and the better relationship you'll have with them.
0: Yeah, it's very important. Well, in terms of members, um, I know you talked a little bit about some of the things that you guys are doing to serve members virtually, but can we get into those a little bit more in detail?
1: Yeah, definitely. So we're, from, from a free content perspective, we're doing live streaming on Facebook Live, as well as Instagram TV for our social media followers. And then we also have some C-based content that we're doing through our virtual one-on-one personal training. We are doing C-based team training or small group training classes through Zoom. And then we're also using the MyPT Hub platform for virtual workout designs and virtual consultations. And um, so that's been happening we've, we've had that out for about a week and a half to two weeks and then we're also launching our brick virtual studio which will be based or utilizing the vimeo platform we'll be pushing that out within the next week or so
0: has there been anything that's been pleasantly surprising about making the transition to virtual was that maybe a little bit easier than you're expecting or any best practices you can share for other clubs who might be trying to do that
1: I think the more, well, one, I think it's going to, it's important to look at like your full strategy and your, and, and try to have everything as connected as possible through your different mediums, whether you're going to be doing classes, whether it's going to be personal training, you know, look at what's fee based, look at what you're going to provide as free content, and look at the entire member journey as you're launching these programs from the start of your website. To what links you're putting out, to lead forms. You know, if you're putting out a live Facebook class, do you want a call to action associated with that, or is it just if content that you're providing out there? If you're emailing a member about engaging with your virtual studio, what do you, you know? Think about what kind of member journey process you want them to go through as you're building out your platforms and your programs. We're, um, we're also in a fortunate position because of our team that we're able to really utilize our full team members to create content and continue to um, drive things forward through the platforms. During this closure, it is challenging to get our team members inside of the club, so we set up things to empower our trainers and group exercise instructors to do their own Facebook or Instagram video posts or, or live streaming, and then we created a hashtag BB Home Workouts that our team can tag when they post, and then our marketing team is able to search under that hashtag and gather content and then repost it or reshare it on our platforms. So think of the creative ways you can leverage your team, even though they might not be in front of you or inside of the club. Think of how you can continue to leverage their skill set and share things, cross-share things, cross-share across social media pages.
0: Yeah. Before this happened, I mean social media was becoming increasingly important for clubs and it seems like this crisis has even, you know, made it more so.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I was talking to um someone on my team the other day and it the social media virtual space is now very noisy. So now we're we're after we kind of get through the launch of our virtual studio, we're going to do another exercise to think at what we can continue to do to help differentiate ourselves from the noise. Cause you know, really the bricks and mortar clubs aren't available and our the social media platform is all that clubs have nowadays to engage and connect with members and prospective members and with the rest of society. So it does it almost like opens up the marketplace where you're not just targeting the members within your four walls, but you're now able to expand and develop a much broader reach. It's actually, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. What excites you most about the, these potential opportunities?
1: Is that there's no limit.
0: There aren't. You're not limited by
1: your your town or your state. Social media is a global network. So it's time for us to be able to start thinking of ourselves as not just brick bodies, but people in the industry thinking of ourselves as global players because through social media, we're able to connect with people all over the world.
0: Yeah, I think it was Larry McKinney that I was talking to recently that was saying that this crisis is probably going to serve as a reset for the industry in a lot of ways and that we won't be the same industry we were prior.
1: I agree. Our industry is going to change forever and in a good way. It's going to, it's going to, Force us all, you know, sh- shifting and pivoting or all the, the buzzwords nowadays. But it, it really gives us as owners and operators a chance to almost like clean slate, blank slate, your business, and take a step back and think, Wow, if we were going to start from scratch, knowing the, the, what we know now as far as the how the world's changing how social media is such a big part how there could still be social distancing in place even months after we reopen it forces us to or it gives us the opportunity to think how can we do this now in this new normal that we live in
0: yeah well are there any other best practices that you can share with club operators for navigating through these next few months
1: yeah, I think it's really important during this time to lean on your peers. I feel fortunate. I'm a member of a Rex Roundtable and we communicate almost daily through our Slack channel. And once a week we do a um, video conference and it's been invaluable being able to lean on people who are going through the same experiences as us, bounce ideas off of people, get advice, talk about the relief programs, get perspectives on how people are handling their their team so for those who are part of a rex group continue to lean on your rex group for those who don't necessarily have the rex roundtables just think of who you can reach out to within the industry what peers what friends in the industry you can reach out to to during this time cuz we're all going through this together and also lean on your family lean on your friends the the impact of covid-19 is is something that everyone is feeling right now so everyone is missing the humor and human interaction, we're all missing the connection, and it's something that by reaching out to each other, not only does it help us personally, but you could be helping other people get in a better mental state as well. I also would recommend listening to uh, Colin Grant's URSA webinar, Colin Grant owns Pure Group, which is a chain of mind-body yoga studios throughout China, Singapore, and New York. and he. So in the China-Singapore area, I think they're about, I would say, maybe two to three months ahead of what the U.S. is going through. And he has two two different webinars that just talks about operationally what it was like to shut down in China and then talks about what it's like having to reopen post-COVID. And there's great tips in there about just how to deal with potential capacity limitations, sanitary expectations from society, and just basic operational things to plan for. So, that's another resource that I would recommend everyone to listen to, Colin Grant's or the webinar.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah, you talked a little bit about how you know employees and members are stressed. Obviously, this is a very trying time for everybody. But in terms of employees specifically, what's the importance of leadership and setting the example and setting a positive tone and being concise in your communication?
1: I think the leader We we like to say within Bersari is that the speed of the leader determines the rate of the pack. So we believe in leading from the front and setting the example. And not only leading, but providing a sense of calm, confidence for our team, and an an outlet and a resource for them. I mean, some of my team members have just, after our Zoom calls, have just messaged me and said, hey, thank you for doing these calls because I'm really lonely at home and it's hard being out of the club. And having these gatherings with our team where we get to work out together or talk to each other, really helps put me at ease mentally, so especially during these times as a leader, it's not just from a business standpoint, but it, you know we like to look at how can we help our team on a personal level as well and just help make them better people and help support them the best we can.
0: yeah. Um, and then how are you personally practicing self-care? How are you striving to maintain a positive mental attitude? I'm trying
1: to do as much as I can, be active as much as I can. I get outside whenever the weather permits. As we know, vitamin D and sunlight is a positive mental mood booster. So I try to soak in my vitamin D the best I can. The the team Zoom workouts help me just as much as they help our team. We schedule them on uh, Tuesday afternoon and Friday afternoon. So we like to end the week on a high note with our team on Friday. And that's just really uplifting, getting that workout in because during the week. So I don't schedule it. It doesn't happen with everything going on. It's been so busy. I also do happy hours with my friends and family. We're setting up a family Easter Zoom in the next week or so. And I just try to keep perspective. Fortunately, as we were talking earlier, all of my friends and family are safe and healthy, and I try to keep a constant reminder of that to be thankful that I have my health, My family has our health. I also have an eight-month-old daughter who just brings a smile to my face every time I look at her, and I'm able to kind of forget about all the, the madness going on out there when I'm able to spend my time with her. So that, that helps to – she helps to recenter and refocus me, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah that's so sweet. I guess one of the other areas I wanted to ask about is just um, what cleaning and sanitizing looks like after this whole crisis is over. Um, You know, even though we might be able to reconvene in the club's members' mindset towards the importance of cleaning and sanitizing is obviously going to be extremely different.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that that consumer awareness is going to increase where there's going to be a heightened focus on hygiene and sanitation. And I think it's going to be really important for health clubs. Within the industry, to utilize their cleaning as part in in part of the marketing. So it's I'm not necessarily saying that help clubs might be leading with the marketing message about look how clean our club is or look at the products we use, but I think it's going to be a huge touch point with consumers and our members and and, and something that people are going to be concerned about before they enter our clubs. So there'll be huge opportunity, like what kind of products are you using? And I think it's going to be more than just wipes and, you know, the basic deep cleaning that you're doing at night. But it could be potential sprays that spray into the air that can kill bacteria and kill viruses. And I think there'll be constant education needed about that or constant messaging to continue to put the members at ease of all the steps that we're doing it within the industry or that you might be doing with your health club to not just clean the facility, but to sanitize it and to help with the hygienity of the facility.
0: Yeah, well, outside of cleaning and sanitizing, are there any other things that might change in the industry that club operators need to be thinking about?
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if when we open, we still have usage restrictions. So we could open, you know, we would be clear to open, but we still might only allow, be allowed to have 10 or 15 people in a studio. I think we might have to space out our equipment. I think we still might have to practice social distancing when we reopen. So I think from an operational standpoint, looking at at what at the possibilities, you know, there is a lot of unknown and uncertainty, but I think being prepared with like a plan A, plan B, and plan C, depending on what social distancing guidelines are mandated by the CDC and the government. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Well, you answered all the questions that I had. Is there anything else that you'd like to share that you think other operators would benefit from?
1: Uh, you know I, I understand it's a challenging time for all in the industry, not just in the industry but for all businesses. but as we touched upon earlier, we really have a, a really positive opportunity to hit the reset button with our business and re- and reinvent ourselves with the new normal and it's going to be hard and it's going to be challenging but Fortunately, we're all in this together and we have the ability to learn from each other and lean on each other to come out of this stronger and better than we were before. So I'm definitely hopeful for that and I'm looking forward to what the future does bring because although it is tough now, for those that are able to weather the storm and get through this, there will be a lot of positive to come from this hardship right now.